The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast, your guide for growing lawn care and landscape startups into a thriving business. This show is dedicated to helping you improve your business and achieve financial success. Your host, Paul Jameson, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Join us as Paul shares his expertise and passion, helping you create a prosperous future. Now, here's your host, Paul Jameson. Welcome to today's episode. We have part two with Jim Rudolph, who's been in the lawn care industry since 1984. That is a long time ago before I was ever born. He was out there cutting that grass and making that cash. And so if you missed yesterday's episode of part one, encourage you to check out that one. It'll put kind of things in context for uh, the continuation of this conversation. We uh, caught up with Jim Rudolph, who's the father of Tony Rudolph at the second uh, annual Synced Live event, which is here in Atlanta, Georgia. A wonderful time at the uh, Gas South Arena in Duluth, Georgia. So without further ado, here's part two with Jim Rudolph. Enjoy. So, yeah, I mean, we got it. We're, we're, this is our business, you know, is, are we the grumpy business, the grumpy lawn care people or no? So anyway, Rick's, God is Rick's good. mowing. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, I always made fun of Rick Smoan, and one guy reached out to me. He's like, hey, that's my business. I was like, I'm not talking about you. I just generalized. There's some grumpy old guy named Rick with the right. ghetto. Uh, I was in Mississippi yesterday, and some guy had the most raggedy-looking trailer set up you would ever imagine. And I mean it. Yeah. I, mean, I tried talking to him, and he blew me off. I was like, you getting ready for the spring rush? And he was looking at me like, why are you talking to me? Like, I was this competition. I'm like, I didn't even explain to him I live in Atlanta, but got it. I was I was got trying it. to be friendly and talk shop, and he was like. All right, how, let me ask you a question on that. How often are you getting that response, that one you just explained? Not frequently. A lot of times I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you Paul from the Green Street Podcast? But he, he was country boy from Mississippi. He didn't listen, but he was mean to me. I was like. Man, I was going to help him out a little bit, but well, I was—I'm out there too, running my mouth, and I—I I don't get that often. Uh, I occasionally I'll get it, but not often. Most people are talking; they'll talk to you yeah. if you're kind to them. They'll talk to you. I was—I was kind. I was talking. You know, it's like nice setup, man, and trying yeah. to talk shop and get ready for spring rush, and he wasn't having it. <laughs> well, it's a good point. That's a point we were making. If you're going to be miserable, that's a bad billboard. That dude is billboard for his company, and I'm telling you what, I ain't buying. You know, that's what he's saying. And we don't realize that everything we're doing and saying represents our company, too, out in the out in the community, right? Yeah. Huge, huge stuff. So, And it's kind of simple. And it was another thought I would throw at us in the, along the same lines here. Great people don't do big things. Great people do little things very well. That's good. Okay. So this is one of those little things. I just talked about a lot of little things we need to do to make our business great. 
So each day, try to improve you. Just do the little things. Maybe brush your teeth more than you normally do or whatever it is. I don't know. Wash your truck. I mean, that make you feel a little better when you go out and get back in your truck and it's cleaned. You know, it's, I, I get a good feeling off a clean truck. And it's great people do little things better. You know, we we tend to think they're doing these huge things and they're really not. They're just doing little things real good. And find out what your little things are. Maybe five, ten good thing, little things this year that you do that'll make you feel better. And, you know, the clean truck and, you know, that's a big deal. Stuff like that. You know, maybe uh, go into a men's group like God or get involved in something where ba- your life is balanced. So you're not just looking at that Kawasaki motor all day and hearing that thing run all day. Uh, make sure you're, you know, maybe put a little balance in there. Um, I don't know you. I don't know your situation, but you do. And you're an entrepreneurial person. You can do it. I mean, Paul, you figured out how to run around, do all these crazy things you're doing. Well, that's the entrepreneurial spirit in you that's willing to look over the horizon and <coughs> and look at the next opportunity. Well, that's powerful. Yeah, and you have to be careful when you are built with the entrepreneurial spirit because I was at an event, the Millionaire Boot Camp yesterday in Louisiana. The fella that was speaking, Timothy, I can't say his last name properly. He's from South Africa. It's spelled Justy, but he's, I don't even know how to say it with the accent. (laughs) But uh, like Timothy Justy or something like that. Really smart guy. Yeah. He said his problem is, and he's, he's worth tens of millions of dollars. Very, very, very successful. Okay. um, Financially. Yes. But he said the problem is when you're blessed by the Lord is whatever you touch uh, will, will, will succeed. And, and you yeah. you yeah. mentioned why. If you work at Home Depot, be the best employee you can. You That's only have right. one customer, which is essentially Home Depot. You're, yes. you're serving them. Yes. But you do it so well, you'll get promoted within That's Home Depot. That's exactly right. And in lawn care, if you do it the best, you'll get promoted. And he was in selling alarms uh, door-to-door. Yes. He was in pest control. Everywhere he's gone, yes. he... He, um, yeah, he rose up every, every, he was lifted up. Yeah. In every different, and these are different industries. He'd been in the vi- video game industry. Yes. Alarm sales, yes. you know, selling like a alarm clock, not alarm clock, alarm, uh, got it thing, Security. pest control. But his point was you, you have to be careful because how many plates do you want to spin? Cause no matter what he starts, yes. it, it will work. Yes. But you have to have uh, a self-control yes. to know. Yes. He, he said, uh, yes. you have grace for your race. So he was saying, you have to find out the, the, yes. the race God's called you to because our yes. um, entrepreneurial trap is if we do yes. bite off more than we can chew, it will work, but it yep. will spin out of control. All right. I, this is what I hear you saying. And I learned this years ago. The same principle was a God-given gift. The saying it goes like this. A God-given gift is a double weakness mm-hmm. if it isn't stood guard of. So all of us out there, you're very powerful. You are created by God. We are extremely powerful. And when we start operating in our gift, it's extremely powerful. But it is designed to operate in the, in the guidelines of the spirit we were given it by, from whom we were given it by. So it's a double weakness if you take it out of there. If you get, like, prideful or you get greedy or you—and we all deal with this stuff. Don't, I'm no angel. I have to deal with it every day. I have to be careful. You know what I mean? Because so soon as you get, this is what he's explaining. And now you can, it can be a double weakness. You know what I mean? If it isn't, it, it isn't God's will. 
Yeah, that's powerful. I agree with that. And again, too and too much can be an issue with an entrepreneurial person. Let me say, if you're my dentist, I want to think that you really focus on dentistry a lot when I sit in the chair. You're not doing like 10 other things. You know what I mean? I want you to be the dentist. And it's kind of, I think there's some wisdom to that. We got to, I, I don't have irons in a lot of different things. I work with men and I do lawn care. I do landscaping. I'm a servant and I encourage other men. That's what I do. And I, I got to be careful because I know what he's talking about. I could, people ask me to do things. I could do so many things at church and I could be busy 24 hours a day doing 10 different things. No, I can't. I, you know, don't, I'm 56. I know not to do that. You know, you got to, just a saying it goes like this. A leader can do anything. He just can't do everything. Okay. Very powerful. Hold that. Hold that. Because we leaders, we entrepreneurial people. And let me say something that God gave me this week, Paul. This is powerful now. This, I'm 56, been a believer since I was nine years old for a long time. Okay. God showed me that the spirit is, is love, power, and sound mind. Little Jimmy, I'm five foot six, audience. I know I sound 10 foot on this radio. I'm five. I'm a little man. I call myself little Jimmy, right? Well, the little man syndrome, even in the spirit, I go to power and sound. I love my, here I am talking mind stuff, right? I love power. You can hear it in my voice. This is the one I skip and this is priority one. And this is the one I struggle with. And uh, it's, the, it's the oil in the machine. It's love, power, sound mind. The love thing is what really connects us. And you love your audience. You want to see them succeed. If, we really, if you really melted this thing down, the biggest part of your, what you're doing right here is hoping that the men and women that are listening will grow and succeed. Well, that's coming out of the love, the love part. The, the, if, if all you are is power and sound mind and you're just a wizard, and you're just into the little power thing, which he described, the guy today, if we just, just go for the, this. Yeah, if we just go into everything, just get spin every plate we can spin, well, we're, we're overdoing the power. You know what I mean? And But it's really the love. It's the concern you have for others, your listeners, for the people around you. You want to see, and you're right. You think about it. Is If we don't work with people standing next to us, one day they're going to be pumping gas with your grandkids. You know what I mean? The same people. We're all in this boat together, and we need to learn to encourage and edify one another. And there ain't nothing better than this. And Tony is proof. You've really benefited him since he's been plugged in with you. I mean, huge improvements. And so good job. And, yeah, this is good. I'm, I'm grateful, grateful that we're here. And this has been a pretty good conference. I mean, I – I'm glad on a Thursday, where else would we be? There ain't no better place than right here. So, hey, but that expo, let's send out another plug. Quip Expo, they can save 50% off your tickets with coupon code Paul. Right now, it's only 25 bucks. So if you register today with the code Paul, it's $12.50. Now, you usually stay in a van or RV or? Yes, I'm out in the parking lot in an RV. How's that experience? Oh, it's amazing, guys. Do, don't tell everyone on your thing. I don't want everyone out there oh, taking my spot. <laughs> it's incredible. Listen, the, the RV experience is the ultimate. 
I mean, I am right there. I just walk right in. I can walk in in my pajamas, man. Well, it is fun. I stayed at the Red Roof Inn my first year, and I don't recommend staying there. That was a little rough. Oh, no kidding. Uh, yeah. Don't stay there. Hey, Payjack stayed there. <laughs> I was telling him when we stayed at the Red Roof Inn at Equip. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I loved it. I brought my family, and uh, it was great. It was great. I know they're not letting kids. But uh, at the t- time, they were. And so I had my grandkids. It was fun. I yeah. love the RV concept. It is off the chain. So I'll be, listen, you guys come on out to the expo. I want to, Paul's going to get a picture with all of us. We're all going to be together. I mean, it's, um, they had some of the best food and the best experience. And do not dress up or you'll be the We're only comfortable one. Comfortable shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Just come come the way you are and enjoy yourself. And, and I want to see you out there. This is the year I want to meet some of Paul's listeners. I want to meet. Well, you got to come out on Thursday morning. Okay. It starts at 8 a.m. Okay. With a fellow named Jonathan Potoshnik. He he uh, he has he does 15 million dollars a year in Dallas. Um, awesome. City turf. But he also built a CRM called Service Autopilot, and he sold it for a boatload of money. Oh, nice. He's on a five week vacation right now in New Zealand. Oh. At a five-star resort, he's he's a very wealthy fella. Great, he's he's going to be on at eight a.m. with Naylor's going to interview him. Oh, great. sharp, sharp businessman. Oh, I love it, love and it. Then um, after that, Caleb Allman will come on, and then after that, uh, I'm going to interview Tony at nine a.m. Beautiful on Thursday at Equip in the big ballroom. It's, it's uh, the main main stage, main ballroom. Excellent Thursday morning. So we'll have Tony up there. Whatever he wants to. Yeah. About. Oh, that's incredible. And listen, I want you all to be there. I want everyone to come. And it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a family meetup thing once family a year. Reunion, it's yeah. all right. It's on. The, and I didn't expect it. You know, I was cynical. I thought, oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. We're, I'm a man. You get, you know, get twenty thousand people together. I'm not sure what to expect. You know, usually some hockey game or something. Someone's getting their 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 block knocked off. But this is powerful. It is great, and it's. I want everyone to come. Come be with us. Hey, guys. Jason Creel here, and want to invite you to the fourth annual Lawn Care Life Conference in Springville, Alabama. That's just outside Birmingham, Alabama, near my hometown. We have room for 300 tickets, and that includes your meals. We're talking about Friday night, most of the day Saturday. We're going to feed you dinner, breakfast, and lunch. We've got great speakers lined up. I'm going to be there. My friend Paul Jamison's going to be there. Naylor Taliaferro, Jeremiah Jennings, Alan Hain, the Lawn Care Nut, Caleb Brittany Allman, and my friend Jeremy Vest. We've got a great lineup, a lot of excitement, and every year that we've done this event the reviews have been fantastic so come hang out with us spring alabama if you need a ticket and want to register you need to do so before it sells out because i really think it's going to sell out this year this is friday and saturday february 23rd and 24th in springville alabama to get a ticket go to lawncarelife.com and click on the link for conference If you want to earn more money in your business, it may be as simple as raising your prices. Braden used our price increase letter, and what happened? Well, we've actually been in business for 32 years now. My dad started it, and then he handed the reins over to me. And in 32 years, he never increased the prices ever. And I knew that we had to make a change, so we actually got your price increase letter, increased the price by 20%, and um, we were doing around a million gross, up that to 1.2, and we had eight cancellations through the entire thing. So we raised our prices through that letter about 200 grand. Say that. Say that one more time. 
$200,000 that was sitting on the table that we weren't getting access to just through a letter. So it, it helped us out big time. So do you think the price increase letter uh, provided an ROI for you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, beyond is probably the best investment we've made in 32 years. <laughs> that is awesome. You can get the price increase letter at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. It's a plug and play template. You just put in your information, insert date here, insert name here. And in the most straightforward, concise way, it explains to your customer why you're raising their price. It made him 200 grand each year. And then you're going to raise the price again next year. Exactly. You're out there in the field, mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Definitely make it. It'll be worth it. And to get the bigger picture and see what's coming down the line and just being together big time. Good, Paul. I plan on being there, okay? Yep, Equip Expo in October. Well, guys, I was in um, Louisiana Monday. I wasn't feeling well at all. And I drove, I don't know if it rained in in, um, Buckhead, but it poured down rain driving to Louisiana. I drove through it. It was so stressful. Did it rain here on Monday? Uh, Yes, it did. Rained hard all day. Yeah. And I drove. So so Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, I just just followed it. And it poured down rain. I had a sore throat and uh, fever, headache. I was in bad shape driving in the rain (laughs) to go to this event. I get to the event and I didn't even go. Is the Millionaire Boot Camp? Okay, with Timothy. Oh yeah. I get there. I was so sick. I didn't even go to the the evening session. I went to the hotel and um, texted Naylor and Payjack and said I won't be there Thursday. I was dog sick. And here I am. I love it. But I showed up on on empty. Um, my it. voice is kind of given out. But Got anyways, it. had an awesome time. Drove back yesterday, eight yeah. hours, and my. My voice is cooked. Well, you did it. You did it. No one knew, okay, until <laughs> so you said something. Oh well, I'm really. You done great. You really <laughs> nailed it again and again. Sign of a leader. You did it. You know, you don't wait for the conditions to be just right, and you well, you you came and did it. And Naylor, I don't know where he he went, uh, but I wanted to support him. Yes, because he um. This whole idea right here came from Mr. Producer, who who you met earlier. I think. yes. He said at the Super Bowl. They the radio stations line up. It's called Radio Row. All the main radio stations are there, and they interview people at the Super Bowl. Um, Love it before the Super Bowl. It's a few days before the Super Bowl. <laughs> he said, "Why don't you guys do that at your event?" Great and, idea. And 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 I shared that with Naylor. Naylor's an executor. Yep. So I had the idea for years. I never acted on it. It's a good idea. It was not my idea. It was uh, wherever he went. This yeah. producer's idea. Yeah. Naylor took action, and, and here we are. Um, yeah. Profits with Payjack, uh, uh, LCR Media Podcast, uh, Tony's down there, and then um, Weston Zimmerman's over there. I don't know. He must not have brought his stuff. but um, Excellent. So anyway. Great lineup. I, I mean it. This has been excellent. But I wanted to support Naylor for, for uh, pioneering all this. 
So that's why, that's why I showed up. So this well, is a surprise. Well, in closing, let me say another, another saying that your return is where your investment lies. And what you're telling me is you want to invest into a friend that meant something to you. Well, that's where your return is. And, and guys, uh, sometimes even business, we invest only in business and not in our family and those around us. Well, that's where your return's going to be. Make sure you include those you love. Make sure you yeah. include people. It's important. We don't just work to make money. And money ain't everything. So you're here to, to, <laughs> support, to, them. to support them. And they Huge. supported me. Like um, you mentioned earlier, when you get to the top, people come out of the bushes and like, yeah. hey, here I am and trying to, <laughs> right. to, to, to win, celebrate the win with you. But John, he was my friend I, before I had a podcast or a Look social media or any of this. We had just met. Um, we met up in Louisville in person, but we would talk back and forth. And my business was um, I was making a lot of mistakes. My my my, sure. my prices were too low. I didn't I didn't know that. But he helped me. He 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 literally he's like print out all your checking accounts, and um, he'd ask me how much did you spend last year on um, oil. How much did you spend last year on gas? How much did you spend? And he, he sat there and I'd look at him like, okay. And I, I would tell him all my expenses. Yeah. He wrote it all down. And essentially he's, he told me what I need to be charging per hour to, to, to reach my goals. <clears throat> but anyway, he's just been such a good friend to me from, from those, those times where my business was a, um, a mess and, and yes. same with Naylor. Yes. Um, and so anyway, I, that's the opposite of what you mentioned of people showing up when you're winning. Right. Right. Um, there's a lot of people like that now, but um, yes. those guys have been with me yes. um, way before the podcast ever yeah. started. That, Naylor encouraged me to, we went yeah. to Waffle House yeah. and um, we sat there and had breakfast and I told him, I was like, I'm thinking about starting a podcast and it wasn't cool or popular back then. Nobody had a podcast except right. one guy right. um, named Julio. He was the only one in the industry and uh, Naylor's like, you should go for it. And so th these guys have been here with me before day one. Yes. So. Yes. Good friends. So I, I wanted to support them. Well, that's a, that's excellent. So your return is where your investment lies. And yeah, you're here intentionally. You came with a specific intent and that was to support those men. Yep. And that that's excellent. I'll do that a lot. I'll, I'll find myself in even church settings. I've helped men. I don't really have anything to do in a lot of times, but I, I know why I'm there. I'm there to support that friend of mine. I'm there because of that one, two relationships that I built through the years that are priceless. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to stand there. I'm going to make, you did it. You did it for them. And they, that meant something. So good for you. I mean, if you're kind of explaining the principle, you know, your return is where your investment lies. And uh, that Tuesday night, we, we kind of go into this as men. As, as we close, let's make, you know, let's drive this point. And the, me and Tony, and we have a group of about 10 men, and we invest in each other. You know, we're there to, to get in each other's lives, the good, bad, and ugly, and all, everything in between, and, and get to know one another, like, like you said about John and Naylor. And uh, to live on your own, it's a choice. There's a saying in recovery that goes, it, loneliness is a decision. If you guys are lonely out there, that's your choice because I, you got to work on that. Double down on don't be lonely. Lonely equals grumpy. It's not good. It's, it's yeah. So good for you having that kind of internal compass to make sure you're taking care of what's important to you. That's a good sign. That says more. There's a saying that goes like this. Your actions speak so loud. I cannot hear what you say. Okay. And so you, that's, that's what you're showing me today. Yeah. I think there's a parable where one guy said, I'm going to do it. 
And then the other guy actually did it. Right. And, and Jesus said that yeah. the guy that actually did it, yeah. I'm, I'm butchering it. No, I got it. It's the, it's the 20, it's Matthew 25. Okay. Yeah. It's the parable of the talents. Okay. The first guy buries it. The second two go out and duplicate it. And he takes from that first guy and gives it to the other two that did something with it. And he actually curses at the first guy and calls him wicked and lazy. God's not into wicked and late. He's not into our fear. And that his excuse, that guy in the parable was that he was afraid. Now, listen, listeners, this might be, you might've hung on this whole time for this one thing right here. This parable changed my life. This one I live by every day. In that parable, the, the guy who buried the talent and didn't do anything, he did it because he was afraid. He was fearful. God is not using that for an excuse. Your fear is not an excuse for your failure. I'm sorry. This ain't going to sound warm and fuzzy, but God ain't, he ain't pitching in on your fear party. He's not in on it. 365 times he said, fear not. And we're using that for an excuse. Well, I'm afraid. And even Moses said, I stutter. He was afraid he was going to fail. Your fear is not going to buy it. So I say, go do it anyway. If you got an unction to do something, go for it. At least I'd rather be on the other side in failure, knowing that I tried, than to do nothing and, and, and save myself from the failure. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And the worst thing to do is nothing at all. I always told Tony that. I've told him his whole life, him and his brother, the worst thing to do. Whenever they brought something to me, let me say something quick. Uh, this is good. When a little boy hurts his knee and it's bleeding, he'll run in and he'll look for his mom. He'll, he'll say, Ma. He'll be, it just comes natural, mom, because she's going to nurture that, that wound, right? But when it comes to direction, when it comes to trying to figure out what college to go to, when it comes to figuring out how to pursue a dream or a vision, that's where the dad fits in. And I, oh, whenever they came to me, Paul, this is what I say. Worst thing to do, and I wasn't sure what to do because I don't want to give too much advice because it might be the wrong advice. Yeah, don't go to college. If my <laughs> advice is going to work. <laughs> That is Make what, money. Don't spend money to them. They didn't go to college. You know, that was their quick. But I didn't want to blanket that because you know how kids are. As soon as you say that, they'll go do the exactly. very opposite. That's yeah. true. That's so true. so I didn't. I kind of knew that. So what I would say to them, the worst thing to do is nothing at all. I made them get to the plate and stand there with that damn bat in their hand. Now you swing. Damn it. You'll figure it out when you swing, won't you? And that not that work, Paul? Now, guys, you guys know, let's go get them. You know, there's an old, there's the last saying I'll give is before we close. God does not like to steer a parked car. Get this thing rolling. God will steer it. Let's go. He'll steer it, dude. He'll steer it. Just get it rolling. He'll steer it. I promise you. Let's get him. So good. Thanks so much for your time. We will see you, Lord willing, in October in freezing cold Louisville. Yeah. Or a little chilly. That's it. We'll see y'all up there. Over now. See you in Louisville. Over now. Hey, it's Paul. Is it time to elevate your lawn care business with Jobber? As a field service management software, Jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019, streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze. Tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust Jobber to grow their business. Click the link in today's show notes or visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to learn more. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode.
and thanks for listening.